If you are listening to this in real time, then we are winding down the end of second term and quite possibly the first semester. And you might have semester classes, but you might have also year-long classes. And quite honestly, you are dealing with a ton of things right now. Next year might be the furthest thing from your mind, but today I am going to talk to you about the five simple steps to increasing your CTE program visibility, and the keyword in there is simple. So we are going to go through the five steps in order to help you out to simplify and to make your life a lot easier for next year. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. So these five simple steps that we're going to talk about today are specifically for utilizing someone else who does your PR for your school. Now that might be you, but we are looking more at utilizing what's already out there as far as a school website or a district website. We are not right now concerning ourselves with creating social media or something for our individual program because that does require more. So once again, we're trying to make this as simple possible. So we are going to be using what is already in existence. So the first step is you need to connect with the person who does your school or district website, social media, whoever that person is. And if you do not know who that person is, you need to find out who that person is. So that is your first step. You need to find out who they are and you need to connect with them. When you are connecting with them, you also want to find out what do they want from you? How do they want you to submit things? Do they have a Google form to fill out? Do they just want you to send you emails? What do they want and what is the format that they want it in? So connect with your person and figure out what you need to do in order to get them to post about your program. The second thing is figure out how much content you want to share each month. Now that you've connected with your PR person, this might also be a good question to ask them because depending on if you are at the school or the district level, might change how frequently they are willing to post about your program. A lot of times they like to mix it up. They like some variety from different organizations. Although let's be honest, if you check out some high school websites, They just post about sports all the time. So let's get some variety in there. Let's showcase your program. And the other thing is, is now that they are no longer posting about sports all the time, they probably also don't want to only be posting about your program and they'll probably want to mix it up. So just know that you could be posting or having them post something about your program every week, every month, a couple times a month, but adding that into your conversation with that PR person will really help you know what your goal is and what you should be shooting for every month as you prepare and get ready to share this content. Okay, step three is going to be take photos 
or video and write captions. And after I finish with these, I'm actually going to throw in a bonus, a quick win at the end of this episode. So stay tuned for this as a hack to really get the most out of your photos and get a whole bunch really quickly. So you'll want to take photos or video in your classes, specifically the ones that you would like to promote. If there's a class that you really would rather not teach anymore, I would suggest not taking a whole bunch of pictures about that. Maybe you do have students generically working with one another and you can advertise your program as a whole, but if you're not really wanting to teach that course again, probably not the greatest thing to be continuously showing that to others so because then they'll just think that that's an awesome course and they want to take it if you need help writing captions because let's be honest we did not go to school to advertise and market our programs you can snag my free caption templates they are done for you they are fill in the blank there are several to choose from so you can have some variety and honestly you could have a different one every single week and just rotate them but they are plug and play they are done for you they are in a google doc so you can just copy and paste everything and send it along its way and you can get those at kristenmasick.com forward slash captions with an s at the end all right so now that we're done taking videos we've written our captions the fourth thing that you need to do is email them send them to the person listed in step number one see this is super simple and then the fifth one which a lot of people forget to do is you need to share the post or the information to increase the reach so when you see that your website has posted that information, a lot of times they are utilizing social media and you can then share that information. You can share it on your personal page because your friends, they love you and they'll share it because they think you're awesome. The other place that you want to share them is in community groups. Most communities have a community group and they usually are pretty entertaining to see what people are talking about but they do love celebrating what's happening in the schools and those people will usually reshare them to other places so sharing is a step that most people forget but it is very important and that is step number five so let's review the steps really quick before i get on to that super awesome quick win the first is connect with the person who does your pr the second is find out how much content you want to make and that you're willing to make the third is to take photos videos and write captions Fourth is to email it off to that person listed in number one. And the fifth is to share that news when it comes out. Okay, if those five simple steps did not get you excited, I have got the quick win for you. And it is to create a photo bank of your students working in your teaching space, whether that's a classroom, a lab shop, whatever, you can create a photo bank and have a plethora of photos ready to go whenever you need them. All you have to do is focus on taking five photos per class period just one day this week. And quite honestly, you can just do this once a month and you could end up having a ton of photos. So depending on how many classes you teach, you will have 
20 plus photos ready to go. So this is what this looks like. Set a timer on your phone or just know that, hey, today my goal is after the students finish their bell work or whenever they're doing independent work, I am going to have my phone out or an iPad or something to take pictures and I am going to work at getting five different photos. And think about variety. We want some action shots. We want some kids working together. And I do get questions a lot about whether or not you can show student faces make sure that you check your local policy on whether or not you can show students faces and who you can and cannot show. But there are also some creative ways of not showing student faces, but you still want to make sure that those photos are telling a story of what you are doing in your class and that they are something that people would be drawn to and that they would want to like if they were scrolling online. Take some photos of over the shoulder, students working on things so that it showcases the project that they're working on, maybe the, the tools that they're using or the equipment that they're using in your class. Is there any behind the scenes photos that you could show to highlight some of the great things that your program is doing as a whole? We're not looking for like specific photos that students will be able to recognize that, hey, they took that like a month and a half ago. Because the idea behind the photo bank is that you can pull out those photos whenever you need them. And they can be right there and you don't have to be stressed out on whether or not you took photos that week so that you can ship them off. You already know you've got 50 to 100 photos because you've been taking some pictures every month and you can just grab and drop whichever ones you feel like would fit that caption. So that is the quick win is to create a photo bank. So that is going to be your homework this week. Find some way of creating a photo bank and you can save it really easily to whatever Google or Dropbox or whatever you use to hang on to files and you can just have those already ready and it makes your life that much simpler. So if we haven't connected already, I hang out the most on Instagram, but I do hang out the other places. So find me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.